Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the NFL Draft Triple Take. Yes, it's another draft season, and we are back here on Steelers.com. Mike Pursuta, along with Dale Lolly and Matt Williamson, we will be bringing you position-by-position breakdowns of some of the more intriguing prospects that will be available in the upcoming NFL Draft. Uh, the Triple Take, the NFL Draft Triple Take, is presented by UPMC, and it is. Uh, my job to tell you that these videos will be shared on Steelers.com, the Steelers mobile app, and the Steelers official YouTube page, so you can catch us there. The audio will also be heard uh, on the Triple Take podcast and on Steelers Nation Radio. You can uh, subscribe to the Triple Take podcast wherever you download your favorite on-demand audio content. Guys, uh, welcome back for another year. It seems like we were just doing this a year ago, and that's mostly because we were. And uh, we're doing it again this year, but I don't know about you guys. I'm doing it with a lot uh, less information than I thought I had a year ago. Matt, you used to be in these rooms and, and doing this stuff for more than just content. Uh, what kind of position do you think personnel departments are in? It was tough last year. It's a lot tougher this year, isn't it? Oh, I think so. Although they've been through this at least sort of a trial run last year. And one thing I stressed when we talked about this a year ago was – because uh, I was on the other end of this. When I was a scout with the Browns, I would go into buildings and be like, I don't know who to talk to. I don't know the tricks of the trade, but the, the scouts that have been doing it a long time and the Steelers certainly qualify will know the right people to, to contact within the organizations to get the information they need. But still, you're not going to be able to compare apples to apples at the combine. You know, everyone's tracks are different. That's not as big a deal for quarterbacks. But you want to know every bit of information about these quarterbacks. You want to build your team around. And you're going to have less of it than ever. Dale, uh, you know, last year there was a combine. And, and last year, correct me if I'm wrong, most everybody that got drafted actually played a season. <laughs> not the case that's, here. Yeah, and that's going to be the, you know – especially when you look at some of these quarterbacks. So, you know, we're going to talk about Trey Lance here, for example. He didn't play this year. They played one game uh, and he's coming from the FCS level. How do you, how do you measure that against some of these other guys that, that he's going to be, you know, looked at it, uh, you're, you're comparing him to, it's going to be very difficult. And I know Kevin Colbert, uh, when we talked to him over the summer, uh, said, you know, that they're going to weigh, they're going to weight those guys who, who played versus the guys who didn't play a little bit differently because you have tape of these guys that, you know, that just played a season, even if it's only six games, at least you have some tape, some fresh tape of these guys, as opposed to something that happened two years ago. And who's to say what they've been doing while they opted out. I mean, I'm sure a lot of them were doing combine drills to get their 40 times down. And now that's not as important. I mean, it's an odd. We're playing football games. They're not playing football. Let's uh, kick things off with the quarterback position. Uh, that, that's uh, always an area of interest in this year. No different. Dale, we'll keep it uh, with you in our format. Uh, we're going to count them down from five to one, uh, the three of us, and then we're going to uh, each present a sleeper type of pick, just another name that uh, has, has gotten our attention for one reason or another. Dale, who's uh, number five QB prospect on Team Lolly? You know, I have uh, Mac Jones out of Alabama, number five, and I have him number five. He was highly successful, highly, uh, you know, valuable to that Alabama team this year, completed 77% of his passes. But when you compare him to the four guys that I have ahead of him, athletically, he is not in their neighborhood in terms of, of what you're looking for here. Um, he's a pocket passer in a league that I think pocket passers are kind of going the way of the condor 
Uh, you know, do you want to draft a pocket passer in the first round? I say that. Take three days. What's that? Is it going to take three days for the pocket passer to go the way of the condor? Maybe, you know, maybe it, it's, it's, it's an old movie. If you don't, get I, I get it. Yeah, I, I, I get it. Maybe somewhere. Our, the Condor, Robert yeah. Redford, spy tree, really <laughs> highly recommended. Highly recommended. But if you look at the last six, uh, since 2015, there've been 18 quarterbacks selected in the first round in the last five drafts. We could have five this year, but Mac Jones is the guy that you look at and you say, he's a little different from the other guys. These other guys can all, they all have a little bit of a running game that they can fall back on as well. Jones doesn't have that. Matt, you're, uh, you've also got Mac Jones at number five. Yeah, clearly number five. And we'll get to the top four. I'm sure all of us will have similar names there, of course, kind of like Dale was saying, the other four have really impressive traits where Jones's traits are above the neck and that's great. And he sounds like a great leader and he's highly accurate anticipatory thrower, but we haven't seen him have to deal with a lot of second reaction plays because of the supporting cast he's had. He makes very, very few mistakes, but to Dale's point, when you look at the starting quarterback, you know, around the league, the top 32, the top 40, he's bottom of the, of the, on that, you know, low, low rung in terms of, arm strength athleticism combo and when you have to rely on those things it, he doesn't have those things he doesn't have the ability to fall back on so the guys that are excelling from the pocket nowadays are brady and rivers and roethlisberger i mean like guys that have seen it and done it for so many years the young guys aren't you know relying on their head nowadays uh i agree with you guys in principle but i disagree uh, vehemently about mac jones we'll get to that a little bit uh, later in the broadcast here. My five is Trey Lance and Dale, uh, you said it. He played one game last year and it was against central Arkansas. He comes from North Dakota state, right? No offense. Great one double a FCS program, whatever you want to call it. If there are other options available and there are this year, I'm not taking a guy from North Dakota state that played one game last year. I don't care how prototypically he appears to fit the new way the quarterback is going to have to be played in the NFL. I don't trust him. I hear you on that, Mike, and, and that's certainly a concern, and that's why I can't have him ahead of some of the other guys who are, are higher on my list. I have him at number four, and that's certainly a concern. Now, his pro day, which is going to be coming up here in, in March, is going to be huge for him. You know, what's he been doing? How, you know, how does he look throwing the football, uh, you know, when, when he's got NFL coaches there watching him? <clears throat> I think that's going to be massive for him. But he's 6'3", he's 224 pounds, he can run, he can throw. Now, is he, you know, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what he can be, and I don't know that NFL teams know exactly, you know, what, what he can be here. Uh, but I think you're going to see the, 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 the measurables on him and what he can do running with the ball and throwing the football. I think he's got a great arm. But you do have to question that step up in competition, and you do have to question – you know, the fact that he didn't play last year, it doesn't really help him. Uh, the fact we just saw Carson Wentz uh, bomb out in, in, in Philadelphia. That's a guy that, you know, was also at North Dakota state just yeah. got traded last week uh, to the, to the Indianapolis Colts. You yeah, know, if, like that pick now. if Carson, if Carson Wentz is a hit, I think Trey Lance, you, you look at Trey Lance, you go, well, Carson Wentz did it. So Trey Lance can do it. There's some things there that you like about Carson Wentz still, but it does, it does raise some questions with Trey Lance as well. Matt, you've got him number four, Lance, uh, as well. 
Yeah, it's interesting you brought that up, Dale, with the Wentz situation, because we could probably say the same thing about Tua to some degree, and also the Ohio State situation, new stealer Dwayne Haskins, when we get to Justin Fields, too, because there are some concerns through all those programs. I mean, Alabama, like Tua, was surrounded by great talent, so Jones had that going for him. Lance is the opposite extreme, where we don't know as much about him. Uh, Certainly didn't watch him play on Saturdays and whatnot. He's an evaluation like we've never seen before. I mean, I mentioned how the scouts are going to have to do their due diligence and really dig in the weeds more than ever. It's double true with this guy. All accounts are he's been working super hard with quarterback coaches and all those things. That's wonderful, but he hasn't been playing football. I've got Wilson at number four. Uh, I really like the progression he's shown at BYU from year to year. He is getting better. Uh, he plays that prerequisite game that uh, Dale and so many of us have referenced, you know, the athleticism as well as the ability to be a passer. Uh, the bowl game was uh, a ridiculous resume tape, 425 yards and three touchdowns in the air, two rushing touchdowns. And uh, one little nugget on Zach Wilson. Uh, he is a construction management major. Uh, who better to build an offense? <laughs> Boy, I got him. At number, that's that's right, people. These things are going to come up from time to time. So uh, <laughs> he's here all day. We're, we're tipping our hand a little bit as to what these are going to sound like. I got Jones at number three. And he, I agree with what everything you guys said about his relative lack of athleticism and how he's playing the old school game and everybody else is playing the new school game. But he is so good at the old school game. He's so precise. He's so smart. The Alabama offense was so pro-like. Uh, and oh, by the way, Tom Brady won the Super Bowl. He's a dinosaur, too. There are exceptions to every rule. I think Mac Jones can and will be an, an, ex- an exception in the NFL. He's my number three. Dale, you've got uh, another guy that I really like, Justin Fields, from the Ohio State University. Yeah, I was really torn here be- between uh, you know Fields at three or Zach Wilson at three. And I went with Wilson uh, at two, but Fields at three. Um you know, I, I think Fields has all the tools that you look for in, in, a, in a quarterback coming out. Uh, I do question, as Matt mentioned, we referenced before, you know, the Ohio State quarterbacks haven't exactly lit things up in the pro, the pro level. And when you watch him, you see him make all the throws. But a lot of times he has to he's waiting for a guy to get, you know, completely college open before he makes the before he lets it rip. Uh, he's, he's tremendously gifted as a runner. He's tough. Uh, you know, you like a lot of that stuff, but he's going to have to learn to anticipate a little bit better at the pro level to really succeed. So I think he may take a little bit of time to, to get that. And that's why I put him behind uh, Zach Wilson on my list. Matt, same, uh, same sort of. Uh... Yeah, I have Wilson at three fields at two and really grouping Lance with those two. Well, if we get together a month again and do this again, I may have them totally flipped. I think all of them have exceptional traits. Definitely, as Dale said, the thing that worries me far and away most about Fields, even though he did have him too, he's a real see-it-and-throw-it guy. He's not an anticipatory thrower. Um, He doesn't process particularly quick. And that's fine at Ohio State because his guys get open and he gets protected and all those things. And he's such – I mean, he was like the top recruit in the country or one of the top recruits ever – that he could always rely on, well, I can hold the ball a tick longer, and if it doesn't uncover, I'll just run. And he's a great runner. And frankly, he might be the most accurate passer of this whole group. But pressure didn't treat him real well this past year, and just that anticipation is what worries me. But, boy, he has traits. 
Yeah, he's got uh, he had his moments, good and bad. Uh, mm -hmm. He's my number two. I saw this guy a lot. I watch a lot of Big Ten. If you saw him against Indiana, really? nobody North knew West. that. <laughs> if you saw him against Indiana or Northwestern, you're wondering what everybody finds so appealing about the guy. If you saw him against Clemson, uh, that upside is through the roof. And I'll say this about the, the 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 Northwestern game, Mike. He played in that game with a, with a, a wrist injury on his throwing ahead. hand. Yeah. And toughed it out, and that showed me. That actually showed me more than if he'd have gone out there and thrown for 450 yards against Northwestern. The fact that he was able, because it was such a big game, he stayed on the field and and, and helped his team to a victory. That showed me a lot about him. Yeah, he's he's my number two. Uh, we've all got Trevor Lawrence number one. Uh, Matt, is there anybody that you've seen that does not have Trevor Lawrence number one? Not just a quarterback, but in the whole thing. No, and I think most years these other three. No offense to you with Jones, but I mean, and I see your points with him. I don't totally disagree with you with Jones either. Would be legitimate number one overall type picks, but I just think Lawrence, if he comes out any year, is the first overall pick. I mean, he was built in a lab. I mean, it's really hard to find negatives on the guy. He's a little bit lean. He can play a little bit fast at times when pressured. But, I mean, we're nitpicking here. And, you know, I mentioned that he's, his body's not particularly thick or developed yet. He had a torn left rotator cuff or whatever that shoulder injury was. I mean, how much lifting has he done this year? Probably very little. Yeah, he probably hasn't done a whole lot of lifting at all uh, throughout his career just because he is so gifted. I, I think really the only year that you look at that, that you know, if had, had he come out in the same year as Andrew Luck, um, I'd have luck ranked ahead of him, but he's, he's maybe the cleanest, uh, you know, quarterback prospect that we've seen coming into the draft in several years. I, I don't know that, that he's, uh, you know, can't miss or anything like that because none of these guys are can't miss. Uh, but certainly you look at the, the resume and it looks fantastic. Um, you know, he's, he's done everything that he can do at the college level. And, you know, the, the essentially since he set foot, on the campus at Clemson three years ago, he's been looked at as the number one pick in the draft. It was just a matter of when he was going to come out while well, this is the year. By the way, two years ago in the national semifinals, Justin Fields threw a ball into the end zone in the last minute of the game on which Chris Olave of Ohio state ran the wrong route. If he runs the right route, Fields would have beat Lawrence again, as it, you know, as it turned out, I just, I love Justin Fields. I'm not, I'm not here to tear down. Trevor I'm a big Justin Fields fan as well. I mean, there's no doubt about it. Yeah. Uh, let's finish it up with a uh, little sleeper action. Uh, guy, uh, Dale, that uh, not entirely off the radar, but not uh, in that best of the bunch classification. Who you got at QB? I, I kind of like uh, Kellen Mond at a Texas A&M. And, and, and I look at him and you, you say, okay, he's 6'2", he's 205. So he's not the biggest guy, uh, you know, out there. And there were some questions, you know, is he played in that Texas A&M offense? Is it, you know, is he, is he, is he a product of that? I thought he went to the senior bowl and while the, the practices during the week weren't great, he got better over the course of the week. And I thought he played really well in the game and made some big time throws. And, and uh, he, he intrigues me as one of these later round guys. Matt, who you got? I got Davis Mills from Stanford. He was apparently the top recruit in his class coming out of high school uh, COVID cut some time out of, out of his, uh, repertoire here. He's had a knee injury that really needs checked out. So he's very much a work in progress. There's not much to evaluate with him. 
more of a pocket passer, but throws the ball really, really well. Good body for it. I mean, certainly has tools to work with. Sit him on, you know, on the bench for a year or so, try to coach him up and see what happens. I got a guy uh, in, in a similar space in his development, similar place. Uh, Jamie Newman of either Wake Forest or Georgia, depending on how you view transferring to Georgia and then opting out and not playing the season. Newman uh, wore the uh, Wake Forest helmet at the Senior Bowl for what that's worth. This kid throws a great deep ball, which is a nice trait to have for an NFL player. I think he's got the physical skill set to be an athletic out-of-the-pocket guy, even though he was an in-the-pocket guy at Wake Forest. Uh, he does not throw well intermediately over the middle. Uh, one of those senior bowl practices, I think he had back-to-back -back picks or two picks in three plays. He's, he needs some work, but did I mention he throws a really nice deep ball? <laughs> uh, pretty good thing to have in the NFL. That's going to do it for our quarterback uh, portion of uh, our series on draft eligible players. Uh, we'll be going through them position by position. So keep it here and uh, play along at home. There are no prizes for doing so other than being more informed than the guy down the block who you don't see anymore because of social distancing. But at least you'll know that you know more than he does, unless he's watching too. Then you guys are going to have to fight it out. Uh, one more reminder, uh, the NFL draft triple take is presented by UPMC. All these videos can be found on Steelers.com, the Steelers mobile app, and the Steelers official YouTube page. Uh, they can also be heard on the Triple Take podcast and Steelers Nation Radio. For Dale Lolly and Matt Williamson, I'm Mike Pursuta. Thanks for finding us whenever and however you found us. We'll talk to you again soon.